Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. That's right. It's Money Making Conversation time. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations broadcast live, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. I'm back to tell you about my teeth. I'm smiling. Everybody, why you smile so much, Rashawn? Because I got Quip. That's Q-U-I-P, Quip. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? I do with my Quip. That's Q-U-R-P. Paying attention to to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing my favorite electric toothbrush, Quip. That's right. Quip, one size fits all for me. It's a little bit bigger than a normal toothbrush. I don't even use my little bulky electric toothbrush in my bathroom no more. It just sits there. It's got stuff on it I don't even use. And it's expensive. Well, Quip only starts at $25. Listen to me, everybody. You can get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist recommended three month schedule for only $5 and shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's O List, and Time Magazine, named it one of the best inventions of, of the year. Go to getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip. Each money-making conversation radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They, in turn, deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. And my guest truly leads an incredibly balanced life. Um, He has entertained audiences in film, radio, music, television, on stage, and online for nearly 20 years, from drumline to wild and out. He is a true renaissance man, a social media influencer who continues to dominate all facets of entertainment as a comedian, host, actor, writer, director, executive producer, DJ, philanthropist, social activist, which I really love about you, and children's book author. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Nick Cannon. (laughs) <laughs> Greetings, sir. Appreciate that intro. Bring them out, as they say. Hey, 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 Nick, you know what I'm saying? When you got a, when you got a resume, don't leave it on the floor. Don't leave it on the floor. And you got an incredible resume, man. I appreciate you. Started doing stand-up at 15. Yes, sir. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, coming from the church, honestly, I mean, my father was into the ministry. And actually, it goes back even before that. I remember mean, the first time I was ever officially on stage doing stand-up, I was about 11 years old. Uh-huh. And it was audition. Uh, North Carolina for the Apollo. And it was like, you know, it was like the Apollo used to travel mm-hmm. uh, to find, mm-hmm. you know, different acts. And they would put on small talent shows in, in, in smaller regions. Mm-hmm. And in North Carolina, my dad, I would always like get up and, you know, tell Jesus jokes in the church <laughs> and stuff. And my dad was like, yo, you should audition. And I put together a whole set when I was 11. Mm-hmm. And then from there, 
just kept at it. And by the time, you know, I was 15 years old, I was a regular at the comedy store and right. improv in L.A. So, right. you know, just try, I, I knew I was doing uh, I was following in my father's footsteps, but I was sinning too much to be a, a preacher. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just uh, still try to lead the flock my but he, way. But, but he believed in you. That's the 100%. key. Right? Just talking about uh, what's the upcoming, the future. Yes. And the present of Nick Cannon, uh-huh. uh, Wild and Out. I, let, let me just get a little history on that. I went to the very first taping of Wild and Out. Yeah. Where the idea was people pushed back on the idea. Yeah. You, you took me there. You said, Rashad, look at it. Yeah. Look at it. Look at what I've done. Yeah. And to see me walking in Atlanta, Georgia, yep. branding as I walked in, branding on the wall, branding on the behind the bar, branding on the pool table, <laughs> branding on everywhere. It was, it was Nick Cannon. Yes. And that's your production. Nick Cannon presents. Yes. <laughs> you know, the, the, the wilding out models coming out. Everybody, yeah. it was very organized yeah. for a young man. Yeah. Impressive. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. So tell that. us about that brand and tell us about the future of wilding out. Uh, really trying to diversify the brand more than anything. Uh, uh, tap into it and see how many verticals I can get out of it. When I first created it, I knew it was, uh, I wasn't calling it a brand then, but I, I knew it, it was more of the culture. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really seen it since the Def Jam days to where someone actually <laughs> could put it out there in a way where people would want to wear T-shirts. Mm-hmm. People would mm-hmm. want to go see a live show. Mm-hmm. People And you could put it on, on any platform and mm-hmm. it would actually still succeed. And because we started in a comedy club, you know, I, I rented out, uh, uh, what, what club was that? Uh, the Comedy Union. Right, right, <laughs> and, right. In LA. In LA. In LA. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, we we got that. I got some cameras together. Got some friends that you know were weren't as known back then, like Kevin Hart and Cat <laughs> Williams, and you know all of those guys. And everybody just came together. I was like, "Yo, this is this is something really cool." Right. And from there, I knew it could be an improv school. I mm-hmm. knew it could be a live stage show. I knew it could be a television show. I knew it could be a board game. I, I saw all of this back then, mm-hmm. and now I'm actually getting those opportunities to bring those things to pass. And you know, um, learning this, this touring game. I mean, we're going out our second time this time. We're going out with AEG to all the arenas. AEG. Yeah, yeah. Live Nation. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> we're going all across the country on a 30-city tour mm-hmm. uh, starting at the end of the summer. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, one of the first comedy tours, uh, first times I was ever officially even really on tour, it was you took me out. We we did that. Yes, that. Yes, it, yes, was, yes. it was a, it was a short run, yes. but we had we had some good sponsors and and we took some young people mm-hmm. out on the, out on the road. And I remember at the time it was like myself, uh, little JJ, who's yep. actually now who I just put back on Wild and Out. Yes, sir. Yeah, because yeah. he's now asked me now producer on the yeah. show. Say, have you seen JJ? I yeah, go, yeah. Yeah, he on the show. Like so, but to say like you showed me the ropes on a lot of this, especially when it comes to the live shows and you know all the things that you know you produce and put forth. Uh, for our, our community early on. I was just learning, man. And so now to be able to, to sit here and say, you know, I'm doing the same thing and giving other young people opportunities uh, to show their skill sets and talent is an outstanding thing. You know, it's really interesting because, you know, when I came to the taping, I, I came like Rashawn. Right, you know, right. Rashawn was suited. Yeah, yeah, And always. it was so funny. It was so funny. I walked in and uh, I was with uh, with Adele, yeah, uh, the yeah. producer of My the uh, Money Making Conversation. And as we were, as he was walking up, then they looked behind, they see me, they go, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. So it was like I, like I own the building. Absolutely. Because it is a different it's culture. <laughs> it's a different culture in a sense like Def Comedy Jam when I did it in 1992. Yeah. So I really know that it's special now. But you're taking this to the restaurant world yes that's exciting i mean uh it's it's uh challenging uh it's a whole <laughs> it's definitely challenging but it's a whole new world 
uh, when you get into the food and beverage game, uh, there's there's different rules. I mean, yes. we, we opened our first restaurant uh, Memorial Day weekend in uh, Miami, right mm-hmm. on South Beach, mm-hmm. and it was. It's continuing to be extremely successful. Our next one is in San Diego, California, my hometown. hometown. And then we're going to do Los Angeles, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, Vegas, New York, and probably have a half a dozen open before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a whole new game. I mean, but I'm, I'm watching Dave and Buster's. I've seen Hooters. I've seen all of these different um, restaurants who tap into a market and they just they print money, man. And there's mm-hmm. nothing been specifically catered to our community, you right, know, right, uh, right, right, or right. whether we want to call it the hip hop culture, or the African-American community to where you can go in and, and watch a game, have a good time, play mm-hmm. video games, mm-hmm. all of this stuff that. Mm-hmm. But you feel at home, you feel and it's and it's to a brand that you recognize that you can embrace that mm-hmm. welcomes everyone. Right. But it speaks our language. And I love the fact you, you compared it to a Dave and Buster type because that's yeah. really what it is. Great food. Right. Uh, 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 kind of like a, a, a playland atmosphere, absolutely. And and, and but just but everybody in there looks like you, yes. In the sense of that culture, yeah. And, 100%. and I, I'm glad you did. I'm glad you you went to say the hip hop because hip hop covers everybody: Hispanics, Everyone. whites, African Americans, absolutely. Uh, uh, it's a it, language. It's a language. Yeah. It's a language that's so very powerful yeah. that that is now has taken over, and now you're taking advantage of that. Hundred percent. Now, so I, I love that fact. So, so with that said, how does the tour work? How does that wild? And uh, is Nick Cannon going to be at every tour date? I will be at every tour date. Uh, That's key now. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is the star going to be there? Yeah, you yeah. know, I would, I would definitely be there. We did, we did about twenty dates uh, last year, and we uh-huh. learned so much. Are oh, you uh, taping those? Uh, we are taping them. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm learning from you. I'm learning from you. Uh, <laughs> But you know what? It, it's it's as much as you get when you watch the 22-minute show uh, yes. at home. But mm-hmm. now we're going to give you an hour and a half of entertainment. So we mm-hmm. bring two of your favorite rappers, you mm-hmm. know, that you love. Mm-hmm. Last wow. year we had Rick Ross and Yo Gotti. Wow. And- Waka Flocka, a bunch of people mm-hmm. came on tour with us. So we, we, we bring in the hottest guys with us. One opens the show and one closes the show. And in between, you get four stand-up comics as well as the games that you see on uh, Wild and Out. So we bring the crowd up and we play the family reunion games, the rap battle mm-hmm. Wild and Out, mm-hmm. Wild Style games. So mm-hmm. we do all of that. So you feel like you're extremely fulfilled. You see the Wild and Out girls. You get a are you, chance. Are you, are you going to do local market searches for the Wild and Out girls? We do are that. They- see? See, you on top of it. We do that every city. And, and it's funny, like half of the the young ladies that are on the show now, we found on the tour last year. Yeah, absolutely. So we absolutely. keep our word. We come to the town. We allow the crowd in the, mm-hmm. in the hometown to mm-hmm. vote for the girls that they feel that they want to see on the show. Mm-hmm. And it, it makes everyone feel a part of it. it we, we bring the community to the show and the show to the community. It, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a Universal Soul Circus. Yes. You know, it's that energy. It's that music. It's that feeling. It's that family. And it's so close. Yeah, yeah. It's so close. And when I was watching it, I go, wow, it has that feel, which yeah. is really, which means that you, you, you combining so many fantastic entertainment elements absolutely and you the ringmaster absolutely you the ringmaster pt barnum over here <laughs> you the ringmaster and, that, yeah. and that's that's so that's so amazing so you, so so when you come to the cities you do recruit or you do model searches yes localizes it localizes we even it. give the opportunity a lot of times if there's uh strong comedians uh, in the in the, in the local area. Markets? yeah yeah and we tap in with the radio stations <laughs> as well and just you know give them the opportunity to to showcase their talent and and it, and Wild and Out is built for that. It's built for you know yes, it somebody is. may not have a five to ten minute set that they can rock in an arena. Here's, here's the crazy part. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching the taping right, right. and I, and my old behind going. I can get out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, boy, you need to keep your butt down. Everybody got a good joke in them, uh, <laughs> or can get in there and and have fun. So I think that's the energy we want to bring across with the tour as well. So you mentioned radio. Yes. 
Yes. I got to get you back on radio. I, I'm ready. I'm ready. It's funny. I, I I did mornings for, again, going the first time I even stepped into it was, you know, you guys gave me the opportunity when when, when Steve would have a, a day oh, off or something. Right, I right, come right, in. right. In L.A. That yeah, was in LA. 92.3 to beat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I got excited. I was like, man, I can really do this. And, you know, a couple of years later, I had my own morning show in New York, you know, number one market. Uh, you know, and I was I was going, you know, and and, and it wasn't even I, I actually stepped into terrestrial terrestrial radio on the mainstream. Top Absolutely. 40 That's side. what I loved about you. Yeah. You know, it wasn't an urban platform. Yeah. And, and and to be able to do it, I think now I'm going to come back and actually go for our people with, with some wilding out morning radio. We're going to get back to it. And that's important because it, please do that. Yeah. First of all, your voice is ne- needed. If there's a there's a big, other than the Breakfast Club, yeah, yeah. there's no one else doing this. You yeah. know, there, you have the Steves, you have the Tom Jones, you have the Russ Paul. That's a that's an age group that's plus 50. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there needs to be another competitive voice yeah, in terrestrial right. radio. And your voice is needed. I love the fact that you were never... Button down and say, I'm an urban voice. You're yeah. a voice for the people for that everybody. shows in your show, Wild and Out. Man. Yeah. Please come back. Oh, Please man, come, come back, on. Man. Come it's on. home, man. Every time we get a chance to chop it up, I'm feeling you feed me. So I, I appreciate it. And that's really important that your brand. So so where's the brand going now, the voice? Because sometimes you step away and you're an activist. And yeah. I love that about you. I was about to say, it's all about the community for me. It's about giving other people opportunities. Uh, it's about opening doors and sharing the knowledge, wealth, and wisdom that I've obtained with everyone else. Right. I mean, you know, obviously I'm still in school. Hopefully, you know, I, I'll be able to, you know, HU, Howard University. I, I want to go all the way. I'm getting my master's, want to go to my doctorate mm-hmm. and eventually be a professor mm-hmm. uh, and, and teach the things that I've, <laughs> I've, I've picked up mm-hmm. along the way. Uh, but it's all about the community, whether it's teaching, whether it's entertaining, whether it's investing into us. That's what it's really about. I'm you so you're already a professor. I appreciate you already it. got your PhD, <laughs> so you will get that degree. You may not do the whole four year run, but they yeah. will give it to you because you all your experience and your academic training in life yeah. will pay off for a student just by sitting down and listening to you. Hey, I Nick, I want to thank you for coming on the show, brother. Oh man, I appreciate you. Hey, brother, uh, again, uh, keep winning. Uh, keep up, up, thank up you. keep uplifting the community. Likewise. When you do that, when you step out and do that, man, I smile even bigger than watching you on Wild and Out. I uh, okay? appreciate it, thank my you. man. Appreciate you. <laughs> When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. <laughs> I, I love my smile. I love my teeth. 
I'm smiling right now. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip, spelled Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design, simple time vibrations, and guiding pulses to give you a perfect two-minute clean. Quip is about the size of a normal toothbrush. Got mine in my pocket right now. Pop, pop. Those bulky electric brushes have awkward charging stands, modes you don't need, and cost five times as much. Quip starts at just $25, and you can get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended three-month schedule for only $5, and shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's O-List, and Time Magazine, naming it one of the best inventions of the year. Now, this is what you got to do. Go to getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald. My next guest is on the phone. She's currently, she's on the West Coast, so it's three hours earlier because I'm on the East Coast. My next guest is currently a co-executive producer on BET's American Soul, premiering this January 2018 on BET, consulting producer on BET's The Quad. I met her as a young writer on Robert Townsend's The Parenthood. She went on from there to become uh, executive producer and co-creator of the groundbreaking Moesha, uh, teen uh, sitcom starring Brandy, and The Parkers which uh, starred uh, the incredible Monique. Please welcome to Mo- Money Making Conversations, the one and only Sarah Finney Johnson. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Got good energy there, Sarah, on the West Coast. Yes, yes it's 7.30, <laughs> but I'm up. <laughs> so, Sarah, yeah, what's your schedule? You know, uh, what, what show are you working on right now? Um, it's a new show, another hour drama from BET. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Tracy Edmonds and Vanessa Middleton, mm-hmm. and I can't give you the title because it's going to change. Right, right, but right. it is coming to BET in the spring of 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, the story, the show? Um, it's about three women, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's set in the world of basketball for at least for a moment. It is. I'm not mm-hmm. sure it's going to stay there. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, one is a, a woman who's a housewife who's decided she wants something more, and she's kind of going to be forced to need something more. Right. Another is an up-and-coming journalist, and the other is a girl who's kind of living on the edge. Right. You know, she wants to be in the quote-unquote biz, and she'll do anything to get there. So now, when I met you, Sarah, you was all 100% sitcom. So yeah. now I, I'll American Soul drama, the Quad drama, now yeah. the project you're working on drama. Yeah. When did you make the decision to become the transition to drama, or just the nature of the business? You know, Rashawn, I just believe that you've got to um, uh, transform to whatever is working for you, or mm-hmm. that you desire. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I love sitcom, I love comedy, but dramas were really I'd always wanted to do a drama, first of all, but I'd never had the opportunity because, you know, I was so blessed to keep working in half hour in sitcom. Mm-hmm. So dramas, I mean, they were just popping up everywhere with all, you know, the new streaming services and cable, and comedies were kind of falling by the wayside. There weren't a lot of comedies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know what, this might be my chance to dive into drama. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a couple of spec scripts, got them to the right people. Thank God Felicia Henderson was one of them. Right. <laughs> and she she loved it. She hired me on Single Ladies. I did that uh, a few years ago with her. Mm-hmm. And that got me started. 
And, uh, you know, I'm not saying I would never do comedy again, but I really do love drama. I'm now, really happy here. Now, one of the dramas I mentioned in your credit credits uh, uh, were your co-exec producer on BET's American Soul that yes. premieres January on BET. What exactly right. is American Soul? American Soul is about uh, Soul Train and wow. the life of Don Cornelius. Yes, it, it's going to be great. I, I, it was a great opportunity there, and, and his life, you know, the man was just fascinating. And I grew up, uh, you know, I'm of that era. I grew up on Soul Train. You know, every Saturday morning there was Soul Train. Soul and, and Train! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's just a lot of rich story there, and, and it was uh, Devon Gregory's the showrunner. And uh, so it's, it's going to be great. I really hope people get to watch that. Yeah, that that's a show that I'm sure, out of curiosity, you know, we'll mm-hmm, watch it exactly. because it it, it it truly is a side of our lives. You know, yes, you're saying yes. you're telling the truth. The Soul Train line, if you could break out the Soul Train line right now, it'll exactly. Party. It lives on, and it doesn't matter what color, what race you are. Everybody, I mean, you can go to a wedding right now, and <laughs> there's a Soul Train line. So it, it's it's lived on, you know, and it's it's great. At one point, you know. All the jobs were going to reality shows, you know, mm-hmm. black people out there fighting, throwing glasses, climbing over tables, punching each other. And that was mm-hmm. really frustrating for me. I'm sure it was equally frustrating for you because you mm-hmm. were going, that's not a real writer's job opportunity there. Right, right. For a while, though, I have to tell you, I didn't think reality was going to make it. And then one day I said, oh, reality TV is here to stay. Mm-hmm. But it was disappointing to see some of it, you know. But I know people have to make a living, and, and you know, it's legal. They're not doing anything illegal. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to do a different type of television. Now, and so, go now, ahead. What that being said is that when you look at television today, you know, you're mm-hmm. seeing all, uh, all African-Americans get these development deals. I mean, real deals, yeah, you know. Yeah, So why do you think the content is so strong? Because we thought that was going to happen a few years ago when they, when they stepped up and said we need to give a better – uh, image for African Americans on television. Mm-hmm. We see that very dominantly in commercials because you see interracial relationships in commercials like it's it's, uh, it's a normal slice of life, which is fantastic. Yeah. But television was slow to turn, but now it seems like there's a foot race to get ahead. Yeah, and you know I'm I'm so glad about it. Um, it's still I think got a ways to go as far as. Uh, people of color are concerned, but my God, it has changed so much since I started. I mean, I think they were looking, finally looking and realizing fresh voices, you know, people with uh, some new point of views, mm-hmm. and they happen to be people of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at Lena Waithe and, and Mar Brockakeel, Felicia Henderson, you know, Gina Prince-Blythewood, all my sisters who are just out here doing it, doing it big, and I'm so proud of them. I mean, there was a time when I first started, they were like, Five black writers. Right. I knew all of them. Right. Now I don't know half of them, and I'm excited about that. I'm happy about that. It makes my heart full when I know where we've come from to where we are now. And I think that also because of the fact that it used to be, you know, we was on the WB, we was on UPN. Exactly. They've used the black shows or sitcoms to launch a network. And if they got they get rid of us, right? I remember when the Parkers was canceled. Uh, uh, Yannetta Boone show one on one was canceled. Girlfriends was canceled. They just wiped us all out. <laughs> just, <laughs> but now, you know, you got the 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 uh, cable and and the streaming services, and it's just so many more outlets. And I tell a lot of young writers and any writer, you can shoot your own movie on your phone now. 
I mean, that's just unheard of when I was starting out. So it's just come a long way. And it's still, like I said, I still think there are, of course, many things that, that need to happen. But I'm seeing some progress, and that's been wonderful. Well, it's crazy when you look at how good it's becoming, you know, insecure, you know. Uh, oh, I love insecure. You know, yes, it's uh, right. Yes. Power, yes. you know. And, you know, she started uh, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl mm-hmm. was on the Internet. And I would watch it, and i like, what is this girl? She needs a TV show. She is so funny, so talented. And I think Shonda Rhimes heard about her and got her deal or worked with her for a while, but then her and Larry Wilmore got insecure. And now Prentice Penny is over there as a showrunner, and it is just, it's just remarkable. That's the cool thing. You went from one African-American strong to the next African-American strong to the next author. John Ridley. It's just really, you're, yes. you're absolutely yes. telling the truth. It used to be like, you know, you know, you know, Kenya over there just got and his Kenya deal. Kenya Barris. Kenya just got his deal at Netflix. You see, know, he'll see, be doing see, big things there. See, it's see, just, all yeah. these people came out of that, that Sarah Fetty world. Kenya, you know. Meyer Brocker Kill, Felicia yeah. Henderson, Rashawn McDonald. See, see, I gotta give her credit. Her nurturing, her, her shaping a lot of people about telling them about story, telling them that the root of success, long-term success, is knowing how to write. So you mm-hmm. have to take some credit for, for, for giving us our opportunities and giving us our strong guidance to be where we are at today. Listen, I feel like God put me in the right place at the right time to do what little bit I could. I give all thanks to God, Rashawn. I have to tell you, uh, without my faith and my strength, I would not be here where I am today. So I thank God. I thank uh, thank God for people like you. You know, you came into my life. You know, you, I worked for you at one point, and I'm <laughs> grateful for that. See, I'm not one of these people that thinks, oh, I can only do this, do that. No, I love to work. I love to write. That's what Sarah loves to do. And it's just I, I've had people tell me in the last years, like, you still write? Yes, I'm still writing. <laughs> and I think that's that's great because it used to be a cutoff point, you know, you have to stop exactly. writing, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, and I just yes. I just love the fact that when you and I want to bring this back up when you talk about you can shoot your show on the telephone. It used to telephone, you know. It used to be a yeah. day if you went out and shot your pilot a sitcom, you were wasting mm-hmm. your money. It mm-hmm. wasn't cuz the industry was locked down. Like, right. You wasting right. your time. If you don't come through us, you will not get on television cuz you could do that in the film industry. You can mm-hmm. do independent production and get your your movie in the theaters. Right. It used to be the same. It, it, television didn't work like that. Because right. of the streaming services and the demand for content, you can actually do your own project and then go sh- show them, and they'll put it on television. And plus, production costs have dropped tremendously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole new world. And, and I want to say something. We talked a little earlier about uh, my transition into writing drama. Mm-hmm. I believe as a writer... Don't get pigeonholed. You should write whatever you want. I'm still going to do a movie one day. Mm -hmm. I might go back to comedy. I think you should write books, plays, whatever it is. I say keep writing. Keep that tool fresh and and work on your craft. I just say write. Well, the one thing you told me is that, uh, Rashawn, you can keep winning. And I I just love the fact that I I do say she's my sister. I have six natural sisters. I have two extra Mm -hmm. ones. Felicia D. (laughs) Henderson is one of them. And um, Sarah Finney Johnson is one of them. When they, I feel their pain. I feel their successes. And to see you back out there writing and going from another job to the next job, I'm so proud and so happy for you. Sarah. Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm just blessed and blessed to have you in my life. I tell you, it's the truth, folks. He's the real deal. We really are. I appreciate you, Sarah Finney Johnson, legendary Thank creator you. of Moesha, legendary creator of the Parkers. She's writing and she's doing her thing and she's changing lives. Not only in studio, 
but out in the community. Keep winning, Thank Sarah. Thank you so much. All righty. Love you. Love Bye-bye. you, too. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, <laughs> I love my smile. I love my teeth. I'm smiling right now. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip, spelled Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design, simple time vibrations, and guiding pulses to give you a perfect two-minute clean. Quip is about the size of a normal toothbrush. Got mine in my pocket right now. Pop, pop. Those bulky electric brushes have awkward charging stands. Modes you don't need and cost five times as much. Quip starts at just $25, and you can get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended three-month schedule for only $5, and shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's O-List, and Time Magazine, namely one of the best inventions of the year. Now, this is what you got to do. Go to getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com forward slash Rashawn McDonald. On the show today, you've heard from my man Nick Cannon, who's selling out venues. I shouldn't say venues, I should say arenas around the country with his Wild and Out tour. He also has a Wild and Out restaurant chain that's popping up. He just premiered one in uh, Miami. And he's going to San Diego, Los Angeles, Las Vegas. I'll be eating in one of them. You just also heard from a girl, the legendary sitcom, now drama writer, Sarah Finney Johnson, who created Moesha and the Parkers. Now she's writing on uh, and wrote recently on The Quad and American Soul, which will be coming out on BET in January. My next guests are the following. One is a food and lifestyle expert, writer, party architect, and can be seen sharing recipe tips on the real and the other is a chef, TV personality, has a deal with the Food Network, and can be seen regularly cooking on the Rachel Ray Show and Home and Family. I've been on Home and Family. I had been on Rachel Ray. So I'm getting up there where he at now. I'm getting up there. I'm getting up there. But both can be seen on Food Network's Smallest Eats. They're on the show to discuss their new cookbook, something I cooked some things today. You hear that? I cooked some things today. So we're going to talk about Rashawn McDonald sharing his cooking styles with this cookbook. Name of the cookbook is The Family Table, Recipes and Moments from a Nomadic Life. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations, Jazz Smollett Worrell and Jake Smollett. Hey, Rashawn, how you doing? Pretty good, man. Where where, where you guys at now? Where you guys at now? Get that energy up. We talking Rushan McDonald here. Yeah, we we three hours behind. That don't mean nothing. Yeah, so when um. Uh huh. (laughs) 
when we um, when we, I was actually in Atlanta when they call, uh, when the publisher called us about doing this show, and uh-huh. so when I agreed to this, uh-huh. I was thinking eleven o'clock because <laughs> I was in Atlanta, and, now, <laughs> and I, then I realized last night, oh no, it's eight a.m. Yes, ma'am. That's absolutely the truth. But it's all good. Oh, good. We're good. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I'm glad I got both of you guys on the call. I was in, uh, I live in Atlanta and I live in Houston, Texas. And the reason I, the way I found out mm-hmm. about your book, I was reading the Houston Chronicle in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was reading it and I was like, wow, this is such a cool book. And then I called, uh, I, have, I have a Thank great you. relationship with HarperCollins. And I called him. I said, mm-hmm. can I, can I get this book? Can I, I want to see this book because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I know how to bake. I'm a, people tell me I'm an award-winning baker. I'll take that title, but I, I oh. bake a lot. And so, but cooking is not something I do on a normal basis. And so when I got the book, I will tell you, it's like, it's so many pages I bent. I like that. I like this. I like this. I like <laughs> oh, this. Oh, you bent to cook later. You know okay. what I'm saying? I bent the pages. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I got this. Because the, and I want, I want, I want to, because we have two breaks. I play no music. So I want you, I want to really talk about the process because, you know, when you, when you see a recipe, you go, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, so you mm-hmm. have over 130 recipes. How did all this come together? How did this whole book process, you know, choosing this is the right recipe here? Before I get into my cooking experience, I want to find out about this journey of putting this book together at the family mm-hmm. table. We really went through. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you take it, Josh. So we really went through hundreds of recipes that we wrote down, just kind of free writing at first, saying like, okay, what are all the recipes we ate growing up? What are all the things that we picked up? throughout the years in our adulthood and our own travels and things like that that we would always bring back to the family table. Mm -hmm. And so we then had to edit down, okay, what's worth being in the book? We can't have everything in there. Mm -hmm. Um, It's supposed to be 125 recipes that we were obligated to put in, you know, that the publisher expected us to do 125 recipes. Right. We did 130. Right. So we did five bonus recipes for y'all. Well, that's awesome. Um, So... (laughs) <laughs> so really, uh, it was just about narrowing those down. Um, and the way we did it um, was, you know, after we did the cooking show, we were like, well, let's do a book. I I love books right. in general, right. just books. It's a beautiful period. book, by the way, beautiful and book. So, oh, thank you. And I've always wanted to, you know, uh, write and things, you know, write books and things like that. And so what we did is we just, when we started talking about it, we were excited about putting down our family legacy through food um, for next generations and also just to share with people now our passions for food on a different level. Um, and so when we, we decided to do it and then we narrowed down the recipes and really I was like in charge of um, Project managing right. the, you know, the book, getting it together, and all that type of stuff. But, and that's just because I have a background in being bossy. Um, <laughs> and but, that's why he's quiet now. That's why he's quiet now, Jan. Yeah, I. Well, really, I'm a producer. That's kind of my day job. I mm-hmm. produce behind the scenes content on films, mm-hmm. and um, that's why I was in Atlanta by the way. But anyway, so with that, we then decided that recipe-wise, as far as like 
I was going to like give the torch to Jake as far as he would decide what's going to make it, what's not going to make it, right. and kind of be in charge of that part of it. And then I would be in charge of getting everything together and also um, uh, a lot of the writing. Like right. I wanted to right. write. So, 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 Jake, book. so you, mm-hmm. you, you were the man behind the grill lobster rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now. So this is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. Because I'm just let everybody know how real I am. I used to just let people come on my show and they have a book out by cooking. I just bring them on and we talk. So now what mm-hmm. I do is, like I said, I found you guys' book, reading the Houston Chronicle, called HarperCollins, sent the book, and then I went through it. And I went, this is awesome. So I, I, I make things that I make. If I can make it, I go, I'm going to bring them on the show so we can talk about it. And so, so this morning, <laughs> out of the blue, and I, I posted it on my social media. I made uh, the grill lobster rolls yesterday morning. Oh, you did! I made the grill out. And let me tell you some folks. This, this, this was. See, you go to a major restaurant, and you 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 order this cost about twenty five dollars because lobster's not cheap, depending on where you at. Right. And so, I had never in my life considered that was an option for me to make in my house. Grilled lobster rolls. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so check this out. This the this the recipe here. Four tablespoons of salted butter, because I bake, so I use unsalted butter. So I had to go give me some salted butter. Six mm-hmm. garlic cloves, and then had the, the red peppers. I already had that because I'm a pizza guy. I had to crush red peppers. And then a pinch yeah. of sea salt. Uh, that has become my favorite sea salt. I was not a come I come from the neighborhood, so I regular more than salt was my thing, but sea salt's a thing to do now. Lemon had that yeah. already in there because mm-hmm. I bake all the time. And then Four lobster tails. I bought five. I bought five of them. And they were like, they were like about, uh, almost a little bit less, about 40 ounce, by almost a little bit less than a half pound. So I was, I was grinding. And then I got back. See, I knew I was fat. So instead of giving me hot dog buns, I got me some hoagie rolls. Cause I was going to fill this bad boy up with some meat. And then, uh, yeah. chopped me up some parsley. So I wasn't going to grill. Okay. So I went and got my George Foreman grill out of the closet. That big wide one. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that big wide one. I said, boy, dip big that family size. Come one. on, man. I, I dipped that bad boy, cut that bad boy open and took that shell off that lobster tail. Then, then see, you mix all that stuff up. You mix the, the garlic, the butter and the sea salt. Uh-huh. You mix all that up. Uh-huh. Get it all right. And all of a sudden, you, you take that lemon, you squeeze that lemon on top of the lobster, then you slap both of them bad boys on top of that, That's that right. grill. Come on, I'm telling y'all, man, <laughs> you keep the lid open. You gotta keep that lid open because you don't want to burn it too quick because you want that bad boy to turn a little white. And I flipped exactly. it, put more lemon on it, and then I took that bad boy, dipped that bad boy in that little garlic butter sauce, <laughs> put it right back on that grill. <laughs> I'm telling you, gang. I'm telling you, Boy. the Smolettes know what they're talking about when it comes to grill lobster rolls. They the truth. They are the truth. Because you're bored. God damn. Then I put a little of that butter sauce on the inside of that, and I threw a little extra. I put a little mayonnaise in there, too, because I'm a country. I'm a country. Jesus, y'all. I killed it, y'all. I killed it. When I started talking about it, you went, you really made that? Because you didn't. Because, man, I'm going to tell you something. I'm gonna tell you what, this is what I brought for my staff I knew today. You made it when you was going down the list of, of how you made it, I was like, you made that. Yeah. Well, this is what I made for my staff today. I made the crawfish dip. Okay. I made that crawfish oh, okay. dip you for your staff. Huh? That is so nice. Yeah, I made it up for my staff, but made some other things for them. But let's talk about this, uh, this this dip that I made because the thing that I reason I'm talking to people like this is that when you get a cookbook. 
and it's so simple. When I tell you it's simple, and I made these dishes yesterday, okay, and for di- and for dinner this afternoon, I'm going to make myself the grilled sausage pita pocket. Oh, that's, okay. that's a good one. See, see, that's see, that's, that's simple that's, recipes because they are the actual recipes we grew up eating in a real yeah. family. So it's not so any, there's no frills placed on any of the recipes. Okay. It's all direct for real people, real food, real families. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really the, the, fun, the fun part about, you know, doing the book is it was a two-year process, and Jazz and I can both attest to the fact that no one told us how much work goes into doing a cookbook because <laughs> recipe you have to cook minimally four times. We cook these recipes just to get the recipe tight and concise and everything. Um so it was. So you a, know, everyone's used to cooking to taste, right? Like you know, in our families, uh, you know, mom, grandma, whoever, everybody's always like, "Oh, put you know, you put salt in, and you don't really put down recipes. You just put your salt, and you kind of you kind of know how much you're supposed to put, mm-hmm. and then your other seasonings and all your stuff, you know. But you're not measuring it out. So for us, the process of like measuring it out and really. <laughs> Writing down what because you can't put in the cookbook um, season to taste or right, right. You know, um, yeah. Now I'm gonna tell you in the sweets <laughs> department. It's the sweets department because you. That's me. See, I, I get my yeah. dessert before I order my meal when I go in go out to a restaurant. Baking. You know, and so the mm-hmm. coconut macaroons. Mm-hmm. You yeah. had me there. You had me there, Jazz. The coconut macaroons. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was out the influence of our dad is. Uh, uh, from New York, so he, he's Polish Jewish. Mm-hmm. So um, mac- those macaroons are really popular, and they sell like Manischewitz. So uh, it's a brand that's usually selling them around. Whenever you see them in the supermarkets, it's usually around like Passover or um, Hanukkah, or the Jewish holidays, and things like that. Um, so that was a take on those, but. Um, uh, they're really good. And then the ice cream, like the homemade ice cream, you know, mom used to make that. See, they, they, they up now. Like, they up now. See, they know they got a real foodie on the yeah. phone now. They woke up off that West Coast. I, see, I'm going to let y'all know, man. I'm a fan. Jake, I, I just wanted y'all on the phone to let y'all know that, you know, here's a guy, Rashawn McDonald. You never met him in your life. I'm a fan. I read your book. I read, first of all, the newspaper yeah. article made me gain me interest and then uh and i just want to put the word out because a lot of people do these books you the lifestyle your, your family has been famous for a long time but what i my takeaway from this book was that you guys are just everyday people and i really appreciated that yeah yeah and Aww. family family is number one and food is 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 a close second. Number two. <laughs> you, you hear me talking. I see. I come from a big family too. I come from six sisters. I have two brothers. So we we wow. fought it. So we know about that that family table thing now. But they can't so cook like y'all. Six sisters and three brothers. Two brothers. Four brothers. Total? Yeah, two six sisters and two brothers. So it's nine kids and two parents. So so I know about that wow. big table experience though. But we couldn't cook uh-huh. like y'all. So when mom went in there cooking and she said food up, we ran in there. <laughs> we ran in there and tore it up. But I, I, I want to let everybody know about this book. Like I said, I didn't want to like 
just act like there was a, a limited menu here, but they, they have a tremendous amount. It's all broken up in chapters. We talked about the Sunday suppers. They have even have pasta night chapter, which I think is great because I'm into mm-hmm. that now too. I got my cabinet. So I'll be diving into that. You saw me rave about the great outdoors chapter. That's the, you know, the, the where I, I made, I'm, I'm for dinner. I'm having the grilled sausage pita pocket and I made the grilled lobster roll. I'm telling you people, very easy to make. You know, um, their mom's from New Orleans. New Orleans roots is a chapter. They have salads. If you like salads, specialty salads, you know, best side dishes, you know, collard greens. You know, that's a best side dish for anybody. Oh, yeah. Those co- those collard greens are good. I'm not saying. See, I like it. See, see, all, all you have to do is give with people, man, let them know <laughs> that you love them. They'll wake up. They'll climb up out of bed, get that sleep out their eyes, <laughs> and, and let everybody know this is a winner. I like this chapter about party bites and snacks. It really, it's really when I look at this mm-hmm. book and I look at the pictures, I look at the, the life and everything, and I just want to, I, w- I want to congratulate you guys. I really want to congratulate you guys thank on you putting so out a book. Oh, thank you. Because, uh, I'm a fan. If, uh, you know, give my number. I'm, I'm, if you ever come out to Atlanta, come by my house and, and, and we'll cook, you know, we'll cook Aww. and eat and talk and chat, but know you have a home in Atlanta because I come from a big family. You guys are a big family, just like mine, and I just want to share mm-hmm. my love for you guys and just keep keep doing what you're doing. Keep winning at the dinner table, okay? Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> you too. <laughs> thank you. Thank and you. we will definitely do a cookout next time we're in, when we in Atlanta. That'll work. On the phone yeah. with me, Jazz and Jake, the family table, recipes and moments from a nomadic life. Please go get the Amazon, Amazon right now and pick up that book because Rashawn McDonald it will be eating from that book this afternoon. More from Money Making Conversations. <laughs> Keep winning, everybody. Jazz and Jake, I love y'all. We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Yes, this is Rashawn McDonald. Let me tell you before I get started here. I love my smile and I love my teeth. When was the last time you replaced your toothbrush? Do you always brush twice a day for a full two minutes? I do. Paying attention to these good habits has a huge impact on your health. Introducing Quip, Q-U-I-P, the new electric toothbrush that helps to fix the brushing habits that most people get wrong. Not me anymore. Quip does this with a lightweight and sleek design. It's just a little bit bigger than a toothbrush. I'm just telling you the truth because I got that old big old toothbrush that I used to, electric toothbrush, sits on my counter now because I use my Quip all the time. No more bulky things for me. to. I'm using my Quip. And besides, that bulkier toothbrush costs five times more. No more. Quip just starts at 
$25. And you get brush head refills automatically delivered on a dentist recommended three-month schedule for only $5. And shipping's free. Quip has been featured in GQ, Oprah's Old List, and Time Magazine, named one of the best inventions of the year. Go to GetQuip forward slash Rashawn McDonald right now and get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at GetQuip.com. My next guest, he's on the line, is a NAACP Image Award winning actor. Longevity is the hallmark of his career. His TV appearances have included Murphy Brown, Seinfeld, Dream On, Martin, Sister, Sister, being the first African-American to appear on the sitcom Friends. And believe me, big deal. Living Single, The Steve Harvey Show, Moesha, The Parkers, that's where me and him came together, The Parkers, and more. He is starring in a new comedy series on Bounce TV, In the Cut. Tune in every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, West Coast Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Bounce TV. Please welcome the money-making conversation, Dorian Wilson. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. My, my doing, goodness. Brother? Well, you know, I, I I didn't include the movies, so I want everybody to, I want everybody just to think you're just a TV star. It's you all know? good. It's all good. I was listening to you. I was like, who are they talking about? Wow. You, you're behind. That you're behind. That's who I'm talking about. You. And it's really incredible, man, when I when I think about as many times over the years, I've actually just sat on, you know, stood on the side of the stage and just watched you perform in various shows. And, you know, like on the Steve Harvey show, you was you were almost a regular on that show because you was cast a lot of times. Yeah, right, the right. You remember you was on all the time. Y'all should have made me one. Right. And it, it was really funny because, you know, I remember the classic dance was the dance off. The big dance off. Yeah, right. Do you remember that the big dance off between him that's and Steve? That's one of my favorite episodes, too, man. <laughs> it really was. That was the that was the real that was the episode where you know uh, Wendy's character and Steve's character really right. almost had a romantic moment because of the fact that his character came in and and, and checked Steve Absolutely. emotionally. That's why I like it, bro. I remember that's that stuff, right. man. This man that's has a right. career. So in all that stuff yeah. I mentioned, I, I mentioned. I mentioned you've been on Sister Sister and all these shows, Moesha and all these shows. What, 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 you know, I know what I liked about you, but the worst thing about knowing somebody, you start talking and people don't get to experience the the true value of who you are. What did, what did the most people, you know, you know what I'm saying? When you cast me, because you was a, you're a chameleon, you know, you can do it, you can be dramatic, you're a very physical actor, very animated in the face, you can be up, you can be down. I'm talking about with volume. Right. And, you know, because you can play against a big right. character. Because when he did the Parkers playing against Monique, Monique was a big character. You know, where he had to go right. against the grain. Like he was a person that was a really hard character to play because of the fact that he had to act like he was disgusted with his character. I would never date a character like you, and that's a hard that's a hard thing to do, especially when you write that character and also you working day to day with that character, so it doesn't cross that line. That was a really interesting time for you, correct? On the Parkers. Oh my God! I had the best time. It was uh, six years of, of playing with my best friends, mm-hmm. and I got a paycheck for it. You know, you can't ask <laughs> better than that. You know, we had a great time. We did a, a hundred and ten episodes yes, or sir. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was great, and nobody knew, you know, the magnitude of how big that show was going to be. Well, you know, I like that. When I came out, I came over to that show from the Jamie Foxx show. And I like the reason I came over to the show because 
it was it was one of the first shows on television, especially African American shows, because at that time, if you were on TV <clears throat> and you was overweight, you know, you was either a maid or you some. You always took care of somebody. Right, right, right. You know, absolutely. You always took care of somebody when you were overweight on television, and this was the first show. <laughs> you know, tell the truth. You know, this was the first show where overweight black women say, "I look good. I'm gonna dress up. I can strut my stuff, and I can get the I, man you of my are dream." Not pulling me into this. Brother, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. But that was the first time. That I'm was the first saying, time. This is all Rashad right here. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Don't think that's my girl. You know, if she gonna do me, but I'm just telling yeah. the truth. But that was the that was the right. that's why absolutely. I came over. She loves you. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's why I came over to the series because I'd never seen that on television, and you know, it's brilliantly done right. by Sarah Finney. And, uh, and over who, yeah. who the co-creator along with uh, Vita Spears, they co-created the show and developed right. the show. They also created Moesha. It's just a legacy of talent that just keeps sliding, sliding, sliding. But when they invited me to come over to the show, that's why I was attracted to the show because I just left Jamie yeah. Foxx show, and it was about an African American male who found himself and wasn't, wasn't silly. And I saw this character over here. I went, wow, overweight women on television, African American. <laughs> they, they feeling good about themselves. They looking good about themselves. They sexy. I said, I want to do that show. And right. bam, I was on the show for two years. Happy. Getting a check, like you said. Getting a check. Yeah, yeah. Now that I so, you know, you, like we talked earlier about, you know, you're, you're a trained actor. Do you, do you teach any classes? Do you do any master classes? Uh, if, uh, uh you know. I, I just did actually, uh, in New York, uh, two weeks ago. Um, and it was a group of uh, college students. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, and by teaching, man, I, I, I don't try to drill and there's not a method that I, I formulate to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can only talk about my experience and what works for me, mm-hmm. how I go about breaking down a script. Yes, sir. Um, you know, uh, my character development. Um, how you go into an audition and you got to be prepared and, and stuff like that. From my experience, so I, I'm, you know, nothing is from a book with me. It's it's everything that I've learned along the way. Now that, that so, do me a favor. Next time you have one of those classes that I, Rashawn, yeah. knew nothing about. Uh, allow me to promote it for you. Not saying that you need help, but Rashawn McDonald, that's why I created Money Making Conversations, to, to promote special events like this, because people don't know how to access to individuals. I know Tasha Smith does a lot of them. You know, Wendy Raquel right. Robinson yes, does them. Absolutely. And I always tell them, hey, let me know so I can promote it for you, because you guys are special talents. But not only that, young young actors and act, even veteran actors need to hear your story so they'll know that there's a journey. Like you said, breaking down a script. Going in for audition, you walk in the audition, right. you see 50 people in there. They don't even look like you, and some of them do look like you. How do you deal with that emotion? Right. How do you win? And you've been winning yeah. for such a long time, man. Uh, I just wanted to have you on yeah. the show to tell you about it. I appreciate it. that, man. And, and the, the beauty of you know helping somebody else out that's just starting out, it's all in your experience and, and simple things that we take for granted mm-hmm. in the business. You know, a lot of newcomers don't know. So, I, you know, I love to pass that uh, that information on. Well, you've been doing it, Dorian. I, again, uh, starring in uh, In the Cut is on Bounce TV, 9, yeah. 8 Central. Um, 
uh, he's he's a uh, owner of a barbershop and a beauty salon. That sounds very familiar to me in my life. A black man who owns a barbershop and a beauty salon. Dorian, thank you for right, taking the time right. to call me, man. I appreciate you. I know you're busy, and I know uh, this a friendship, man. And I want to look whenever you have something happening, please let me know so I can help promote it. And you keep winning, all right? I'll be back. Thank uh, you. Definitely. Thank, thank you. you, brother. When I was an FBI agent, I was aware of home title fraud. There was little we could do to stop it. Now there's home title lock. This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan, only I didn't. What a nightmare. I didn't have home title lock then, but you bet I have it now. Your home's title is online where international thieves can find it. They'll forge your title, take out loans using your equity, or sell your home outright. Identity theft programs and insurance don't protect you. For just pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects my most valuable asset, my home. As a police officer, I've seen what home title fraud does to victims. So I registered for Home Title Lock, and when I did, I discovered some thief had already taken me off my home's title. Thank God I found out in time. Register now for a free analysis and discover if your home's title has been compromised. That's a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald, and I've created national campaigns for State Farm, Ford, Coca-Cola, NBC, and many more. I've written and produced for Kevin Hart, Taraji P. Henson, Stephen A. Smith, and most notably Steve Harvey. Every Monday, you can hear me live on Money Making Conversation from 10 a.m. to noon on Biz 1190. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.